the power of God, the healing power of God specifically, is available to every single person in this place. There's not a person here who does not qualify to receive healing from the Lord. You don't have a problem too big. You don't have a blemish too large or a, you know, a, 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 a bad attitude big enough. <laughs> Whereas if you will not yield yourself, simply open yourself up and yield to Him, then God's power will come rushing in. And again, we all qualify because it's not based on our goodness or our merit, but it's based on His goodness, His mercy, His grace. Because of that, oh, we're in a good place. Amen? It's easy, easy, easy. Say it out loud with me. It's easy to receive from God. It's easy to be healed. It's easy to walk in health. All of God's blessings, all of His promises, they are operative in my life because He is good and I walk by faith and not by sight. Amen? All right. Let's, let's get out our Bibles uh, this evening and, and I want to show you a couple things. Let's go to Romans chapter 3. Now, in these healing meetings like this is, I typically don't go into great, uh, great depth of expounding on, you know, a lot of scriptures uh, as far as just answering every question there is under the sun about healing. We have a lot of messages and try to deal with different things each time as they are as the Lord stirs our heart to deal with them. Um, but I, I believe that I can give enough tonight so that any person who has need of healing can grab a hold of it and receive tonight. Yes. I don't mean down the road. So I mean right here tonight in this service. There's enough, listen, there is enough power in one word from God that can absolutely revolutionize a person's life. Whether it's been, whether things have been messed up for a week or a month or for 10 years or 50 years, it doesn't matter. I mean, God's power is so much greater than any kind of sickness or disease. I'm talking ang nails and I'm talking cancer. And I'm talking brain tumor. And, you know, anything in between. It, really, we see some things as small because, of course, naturally speaking, they might be small. They're not uh, life-threatening. And other things are far more serious in the natural realm. But you take any of it and you compare it to God's ability, and it's all minuscule. How many know we speak of it sometimes in relationship to a person's salvation and the forgiveness of their sins and having eternal life where we'll say, you, you know, maybe you've heard illustrations that would be like uh, for us to obtain perfection and a God standard in our life, that would be like the greatest long jumper in Olympic history endeavoring to jump the Grand Canyon. 
You know what I'm talking Sin is just that big of an issue that it doesn't matter if you are in a wheelchair and you roll yourself off the edge or if you are the greatest long jumper. How many know the result is the same? <laughs> and when we try to approach God in our own effort, it really doesn't matter. But the opposite is also true. For the person who lives a basically moral life, they live a clean life. They, by, by many human standards, they, are, they live an exemplary life. And the person who is an absolute uh, abhorrent, you know, devilish, cruel, evil person, with both of those situations, it doesn't matter. They both need the mercy of God. Otherwise, they'll, they'll just fall off the edge of the canyon. That's as far as they can make it. But with God's power, he can take both. He can take you. He can take someone else. He can take the what we call the good guy and a horrific person and save them. Set them free. By his grace and power, he can turn a life around and set them on the right course for eternity. Amen. Amen. And so again, likewise, healing is the same. If it's big in your mind, let it shrink tonight. Just a little Holy Ghost radiation and just shrink that thing up into the proper perspective. Because even if still physically it's huge, when you get a proper perspective of it in relationship to God and His power, oh, well, this is easy now. Hmm. That's an easy thing to get rid of. All right, we can see in the Word of God over and over again that Jesus consistently pointed to an individual's faith as the reason for them receiving healing. It's not an obscure principle or thought, but again and again and again, we read language like, be it unto you according to your faith or your faith has made you well or whole okay that was common terminology in Jesus ministry it was his explanation as to why a person would be made well all right many times people today do not use that same language and if ever we're using different language than the Lord we might want to check up what do I mean Oftentimes today, it is more if a person gets healed, well, God healed them. And if a person does not get healed, God didn't heal them. But we don't see that language being used in Jesus' ministry. So we ought to question whether that's just religiosity, whether it's just human tradition being passed down, or whether it's truly the Word of God. When we're speaking the Word of God, we access the power of God. When we're operating in religion and the ideas of man, we will never end up with that same power manifested. So we sometimes have to adjust our thinking. And what I'm going to say here in the next few minutes tonight, with some, this might be a big overhaul. This might be a big shift, but you can make it. You really can. Listen, Jesus dealt with people who were on the far far end of the spectrum as far as being wrong, and within a matter of minutes, turned them all the way completely around, and they were able to receive and change. 
That can happen with any of us if we'll keep an open mind and an open heart. And, uh, and so these are powerful truths. Let me give it just a, before we get to Romans there, uh, a couple references so you can see this point validated. Matthew 9, 29, then he touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. In Mark 5, 34, and he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Your what has made you well? Your, your God? No, well, we know it's God's power, but that's not what Jesus said. He said, your faith did this. Your faith is what turned this on and made it manifest in your life. Okay, Mark 10, 52, then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. And so those are just a few examples. There are others as well where Jesus identified a person, an individual's faith as being the key component in them being healed by God's power. Okay. Now, uh, Romans 3. Everybody find that? Verse 27. Romans 3 and verse 27. It says, Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. Everybody say the law of faith. The Bible is full of principles and laws that govern God's kingdom. And if we are endeavoring to get something from God, in other words, out of his kingdom, the king's dominion, out of the realm that he dominates, then we must understand the laws that govern that kingdom. All right, I think we understand that uh, when we talk about natural laws, and there's a parallel. There's a, there's a, there's a picture site to help us understand spiritual laws. Natural laws work for good people on the right days, right? No. Natural laws work for all people on any day as long as they live in America or as long as they're educated and have a high degree as long as they have the proper diet as long as as long as they exercise regularly no how many know, we're talking about things like, uh, like gravity. How many know gravity works for 100% of us? Isn't that right? Gravity works all the time, no matter what country you live in, no matter what your age, no matter what your background, no matter if you're nice or mean, <laughs> gravity works for you. And... Uh, there are other laws. There are many laws. Some of you are scientists and you have studied these things. And uh, there are many laws in the natural realm, the law of inertia, how things that are in motion tend to stay in motion until something stops it, right? There are spiritual things that are very um, similar to what the natural laws are, and they work the same way in this regard. It's not a matter of God picking one, rejecting one, picking one, rejecting one. No, but certain people have discovered the laws that govern his kingdom. And when they discover those laws and find out how to operate within them, they can take advantage of all that that kingdom provides. 
if they don't know about those laws, they kind of sit on, on the outside, so to speak, watching, wondering why it's not working for them. But not only is God, as the Scripture says, no respecter of persons, He doesn't play favorites and do for one and reject another, but at the same time, it's not even about God choosing. Much of what we need and desire and want to access from Him comes simply by us tapping into what he had already set up as a kingdom with much provision. Okay? And so, like some of these natural laws, the kingdom of God is also governed by laws, designed, meant for our benefit. But, of course, uh, if someone is ignorant of them and doesn't know how to operate, they can actually do harm. How many know gravity can be of great benefit? Or if you step off a cliff, it can be to your detriment. Someone said, I don't believe in gravity. I don't believe it works for everybody. (laughs) Well, it does whether you think so or not. Huh? I I I just don't believe it. It's going to work that way. It still is. Someone said, I'm not sure about what you're saying concerning healing. As you see where I'm going with this. Well, it doesn't matter. It still works that way. If this is true, and you can see it, and hopefully you're already seeing it, if this is true, it doesn't matter whether someone disagrees with it or not, it's still true. And God is not going to override the system He put in place because someone refuses to go along with it. Lord, I really don't like gravity, and I'm asking you, Well, no, he's not going to suspend gravity for you. Why? He doesn't want to. He designed the natural world and the spiritual world to run a certain way. And because a person refuses to cooperate with the laws that are in place, does not mean he's going to rearrange and restructure. He would actually be unjust to heal some people. Well, that was a shocking statement, wasn't it? I didn't even know I was going to say it. (laughs) Because, everybody follow me now. Because if he has to disrupt the laws that govern his kingdom because someone will not cooperate with him, then it would be unjust to go about it a different way. In other words, we're going to make all you people operate within the principles and laws of God's kingdom. But you guys don't want to. You guys don't want to, so God will just kind of do it for you anyway. It's like, it's like the scripture says in James chapter 4, resist the devil and he will flee from you. What if I don't want to? Well, I'm just going to pray that God would make the devil go away. He would be unjust to make the devil go away. Does that make sense? Why? Because he told us to resist. If I don't resist, he doesn't get resisted. If I don't do what he told me to do, God's not going to step in and take over and just make it okay. So that's why I can say it would be unjust for God just to step in and heal someone. However, if someone will approach it based on the holy written word of God 
it now becomes available for everybody. Oh, everybody. Praise God. And so uh, you see this sometimes manifesting and that this thought process manifesting when, when someone says, why didn't God heal so-and-so? Why did so-and-so die? Why did so-and-so not get healed? Why, didn't God, why did God heal this person and God not heal this person? That's a wrong premise. That's a wrong question. That implies that gravity works for some people but not for other people. The real truth about the matter is concerning this is that God is not making a choice for each and every person. He's not deciding to heal half the people. He's not deciding to heal 80% of the people. Or he's not even deciding to heal 100%. He already decided that. And I know this might be new thinking to some, and this, this might be a, 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 a shock factor going on. And I've never heard this before. I mean, this sounds, I don't know about this. Well, uh, if you have a good, uh, an honest and good-hearted question, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, some of us didn't come into this overnight. And, and, and the first time we heard some of these things and read them in the Word, it's like, whoa, that's not anything I've ever seen before. I've not ever heard before. But you find the results are amazing. The results produce such great confidence. Such great confidence. I can, I can tell you times when people have come to me, and, and one time, I'll, t- I'll tell you in, in particular, this woman came, and she had this tumor, and, uh, but she hadn't gotten it diagnosed yet because she was afraid. Uh, she was in fear about what it could be because it could be real serious. And I just, on the inside, I'm just kind of laughing. And that, that sounds cruel. It sounds like, wow, don't you know this is serious? But I'm just like, I can't wait to pray for her. I can't wait to lay my hands on her. Because I know something. I know something as much as I, as, you know, if everything is in order, I can plug the vacuum cleaner into the wall and it will turn on. It's just like, well, this is easy. you got a tumor. I've got hands. I, I live in a kingdom that God resides over where, where, where Jesus is Lord. And in this kingdom, tumors don't live. In this kingdom, they are subject to me, a member of the kingdom, a citizen of this kingdom. And anyway, she was real concerned. And I'm a caring person. I don't, seriously, I, I mean, I don't want her to suffer. But on the inside, I'm thinking, <laughs> this is going nowhere. And so, and so I, I, laid, hands, I laid hands on this, this lady, and, uh, and she was appreciative. And, but wasn't plan. I don't know what her expectations were that you can, well, I do know because she would have come in, hurry up, let's get this done. But she didn't know. She didn't know better. She was from an ignorant position more. And, and so she was just, thank you for the prayer. And I said, no, no, find the tumor now. It wasn't sticking out where you could see it, but she could feel it with her hand. And uh, find, find the tumor now. Because <laughs> I knew. And she couldn't. And she was just amazed. But I had such great confidence in God. I knew I could tap into a law of God's kingdom and God's power because He is love. Because He loves her. Because He loves me. Because He hates the devil and sickness and disease. He established this as a normal law 
in his kingdom. And if we just learn to plug into it, it'll always be there. You know, electricity has been around on the earth forever. At least the potential for it. You know, lightning's been around and, and, uh, and so forth. And, stat- you know, like static electricity. I guess as soon as they made carpet. <laughs> right? <laughs> but electricity was not accessed by mankind for thousands of years. For a long, long time, people didn't have, you know, weren't able to turn on the lights and plug in electrical appliances and, and have cell phones and, and, and a lot of different things. I know there's more technology involved than just electricity, but all that stuff could have happened many, many years ago. But it, it, but it wasn't. People didn't know about it. Some of them, they probably had some ideas, and for a while, you know, when things are invented, people get close. But how many know close doesn't turn the light on? <laughs> if it's not 100% right, it just doesn't access what needs to be accessed. I don't understand why so-and-so didn't get their healing. Well, you know, I don't know exactly in a general sense, but I know this, some wires were crossed. That doesn't mean they're a bad person. doesn't mean God doesn't love them. Nothing wrong in the sense that, that they're a bad person. Not, no one's condemned because they didn't get something that they wanted or desired or needed. But however, there was a wire cross somewhere. And usually that's right up here somewhere, you know. And again, I don't mean that as an insult, like they're crazy or something. No, there's just, they're just missing it somewhere. They're just not connecting like they can. Amen. And so there are reasons why some people are able to walk in the power of God and other people are not. It's not chance. And I know this gets people thinking, and that's good. So you're saying, I've been this way for this long and I could have been like healed like a long time ago? Yes. But it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean anything like that, but was it available? Yeah. There are things that I don't know today that I'm going to find out. I don't know everything. I'd walk in greater degrees of God's glory and power today if I had more understanding and revelation. What am I going to do? Beat myself up because I didn't see something before? Now I'm just going to keep on keeping on. Keep pressing on. And I believe I'm going to see some more. Oh, I'm going to be able to help more people. I'm going to be able to access God's power even to greater degrees. Because it's there. Amen. Well, if God wants to heal me, uh, he will. No, 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 no. God's power does not flow independent of laws, independent of spiritual laws. It flows in connection with these things. And uh, you know, I think it's okay for someone to pray about why they're not receiving and say, Lord, show me. But I should never pray and ask God why he hasn't healed me because that's a misunderstanding of what he's provided that's acting as if he's playing favorites or if there are not laws that govern his kingdom now again God's not making a choice to heal some and not heal others and one reason we know this is because stripes were placed on Jesus back and that was to establish once and for all that healing is available to everybody. The price has been paid. Let's say it this way. The power company flipped the switch. 
and it is on and running. There's never been an outage. Even during the dark ages, even during times when the church was ignorant of God's power and, and of spiritual things and spiritual gifts, people lived as if they weren't there, but they still were there. They lived as if God wouldn't do it, but He already had. And likewise, we are stepping into this more and more, accessing what's always been available. And praise God, uh, uh, these things work. Let, let's look over at Mark chapter 5. Can you take a little bit more? If you, if you need healing in your body tonight, get ready. We're all ready now just by this shift of thinking or by having this understanding of spiritual law stirred up in our minds, you'll find that you're already accessing to a greater degree God's healing power because you've removed it out of the realm of I can't control it, I don't know how to receive it to where it's in the realm of I can do this, I can tap into this, I can just operate in these spiritual laws like the law of faith which according to Jesus was a key component to receiving and, and in Mark chapter 5 many of you know the story of this woman but she basically accessed what was there and you can see real clear it wasn't a decision by God nor a decision by Jesus that she be made well let's read Mark 5 25 now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. All right, so she's had a problem for a while. And had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. How many know sickness will eat away your prosperity? Yeah, it costs you money. Okay, verse 27. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said... If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? Can you see here now that Jesus did not make any decision regarding her healing? He didn't choose to do it. He didn't choose to not do it. God apparently was almost uninvolved in this situation. I mean, we know the anointing, the power to, to heal, all comes from God, but it wasn't initiated by Him. She didn't ask if she could have one. She didn't pray about it. She just went up and operated within a law of the kingdom. Who touched my clothes? Verse 31. But the disciples said, You see the multitude throng in you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who, her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. All right. And so we can see here again that this woman operated within the spiritual laws of the kingdom she had heard about Jesus we know the scripture says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God she heard a report about Jesus how he is anointed how that healing comes out of him she recognized that and thought well that's what I need 
I'm going to go get me some. She did. She heard the report. She heard what was happening. And as you can see here, she began to do something. She started saying with her own mouth. You read the different um, uh, accounts of this story. She actually said repeatedly. She continued to say, if I can but touch his the hem of his garment, I will be made well. How many know when you learn the laws that govern God's kingdom, you know that words are big time involved in that. The words of your mouth are very influential in the laws that govern God's kingdom. Once you know that, you stop speaking flippantly. You stop saying everything that comes to your mind. You stop letting every pain come out your mouth. You stop letting every negative circumstance um, uh, directly go through your mind and out your mouth, but you stop yourself because you know the laws that govern your physical healing. She started to say something different than what she said before. Now, if you've been saying something for a long time, that can change tonight. I mean saying the wrong thing and therefore having gravity work against you. You've been saying the wrong thing, and therefore the laws of the kingdom were operating against your physical body. You can say what she said, or something of, of a similar nature. If I can but touch the hem of his garment, I'll sh- I shall be made whole. She heard something. We've heard some word tonight already. We've heard some word from God. And, uh, and then she said something. What have you said? If you need healing tonight, I would encourage you to say something before you get hands laid on you. Yeah, even maybe right now. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to say it super loud. But if you're if you're needing healing tonight, you ought to be you ought to be talking under your breath right now. Just you know. <sighs> what what should I say? Well, it doesn't. It's not a magic formula where I have to give the exact words. You understand that? Otherwise, we'd just be given a formula. Say this. But it would be something like when hands are laid on me. I'll be healed. So what if I don't say that? Well, this is how God's kingdom operates. If you say the opposite, it'll completely work. Try it. Say, I'm going to go up there and get nothing. Came in sick, I'm leaving sick. I don't believe this stuff really works. Man, that will dominate your life. The kingdom of God works that way. Or you can say, my body is healing right now and the and the moment I pray the moment I say the moment hands are laid upon me the sickness will leave my body once and for all I will walk I will see I will hear I will have movement again pain will be gone I will be restored what are the what am I doing I'm operating within the realm of God's kingdom and how it works this woman did that She heard about something, and she started saying something, the desired result. And then, but you can see, this is just real real easy, one, two, three. She heard, she said, what'd she do next? She touched. She touched. She made contact with the anointing. What did she hear? Well, she must have heard that there was power coming out of Jesus, (laughs) that you could even touch touch his clothes, and you'd get healed. And so she went with that. That's healing. I got blood, I need to get up there and touch. And as soon as I do, I'm going to be made well. And so she fought her way through the crowd. You know the story. She reached up there and touched. Again, 
I just think this is a, an amazing principle, and it shows how she's operating in spiritual laws because Jesus didn't turn around and even use his faith. He said, your faith has made you well. I didn't even know you were wanting anything. I didn't even know you were going to touch me. But her faith accessed something very real and tangible to where Jesus perceived power going out of him. He's walking along, you know, dirty, dusty road. People are bumping into him. People are reaching out. He, you know, he's got a little bit of celebrity status too. He's the man of God. People are coming after him. And all of a sudden, what was that? How I many know you? The anointing can be so very real and tangible that you can at times perceive it going out, coming in, being saturated with it. I mean, it's an amazing thing. And he knew all of a sudden, whoop, there it goes. Somebody plugged the cord in. Somebody flipped the switch. But if, if I'm not experiencing light in my house, if I go home and the lights will not turn on, um, the first place I don't check, I don't go to is the power company. But Christians do that all day long. I mean, they would think you're crazy. My light won't turn on. You're calling the power company. My lights, my, my lights won't turn on. I would say, well, what are you calling us for? <laughs> And we realize in the natural there can be power outages. Uh, in the spiritual, there's never a power outage. But even, that, even though that's the case, I would first see, well, it, will it go on in another room? <laughs> Maybe there's something wrong right here. Maybe the bulb is out. If it doesn't go on in any of the rooms, I'm going to check the breaker. Or I'm going to look out the window and see if the neighbor's lights are on. You know what I'm saying? saying? Uh, we're going to check a lot of things before we would go to the source. And that's where we live in a fallible world. But in Christian, Christianity, if something doesn't work, we're not seeing results. We're immediately going to God. And we ought not be. We ought to be seeing, am I making a connection here? Something's not flowing. Something's not working. I need to, need to make an adjustment. Because in God's kingdom, His power is always on. His love is always flowing. His mercy and kindness is toward all, no matter for the, the semi-good person for the evil, wicked person. <laughs> How many know, man, I could talk a long time about this, but we're going to finish. But many times we see in the, in the gospel accounts how Jesus would minister to a multitude of people, and we see language there that says, and he healed them all. That's an amazing thing to me because you know what? If the word is all, I qualify. Because <laughs> you know in any group of people, whether we're talking hundreds of people, whether we're talking thousands of people, there's some rascals in there. <laughs> there absolutely are. There's some, there's some people that kick the cat on the way to the meeting. <laughs> you know, they flip someone else off on the road, and here they are in the meeting. They were mean and cruel, and they lied. There's some thieves. There are people with some filthy mouths. There are some people who are selfish. And what happened to all of them? They all got healed. Wow. He said, I can't believe God would heal someone that doesn't deserve it. <laughs> We're in the wrong business. <laughs> Trying to get someone healed if it's about us deserving it. And here's the focus. Our focus tonight is not on ourselves. Our focus is on His mercy 
his grace and I'm just tapping into I'm plugging into I'm yielding myself to the laws of God's kingdom and the moment there's a touch there's a transmission of God's healing power yeah yeah I mean, what would you do if, if uh, you were going to a doctor? See, we're very naturally minded sometimes. But a doctor said, we've got this new pill, and it works within, you know, 30 seconds. And you've got this sore joint. But this new pill has been developed. You can take this pill within 30 seconds. You'll be able to move freely. It'll completely uh, reverse the problem you've had with your joints. How many would eat the pill or, you know, take the pill <laughs> and be looking at your watch? <laughs> and within almost immediately, you would start moving. Why? The doctor said that this pill would reverse my condition and it would make everything right. And we would start testing it out right away. Amen. What would you do if God said that they shall lay hands on the sick and they, what's the hand? That's the touch. I heard, I said, I touched. They will lay hands on the sick and they would recover. I don't know about you. I'd immediately start going. Whatever, if it were something internal, if it were a tumor of some kind that you could, you know, that you could feel in yourself, you know, if it's a woman, maybe she had a tumor in her breast, I'd immediately leave and go check it. Why? Well, because God said. And we just operated in accordance with the laws of faith. So I'm going to go check and see that it's gone. I'm going to go feel, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? If we do that with a doctor because we believed his word, We'll say, but research has been done. <laughs> We're talking about God Almighty here. We're talking about the greatest problem we've ever seen is minuscule in relationship to Him. It doesn't even take a lot of God's power. <laughs> Jesus said, if I cast out devils, demons, by the finger of God, you know that the kingdom of God has come to you. How do we know God's at work here? Because I tell you what, the devil is getting kicked out of people's lives. Physically, emotionally, uh, financially, relationally, in every area, he's getting the boots and we're getting free. And you can see that God's kingdom has manifest in our midst. But it only takes a finger. Amen. Praise God. Father, we're just so thankful tonight. (laughs) We're just so grateful for your amazing love that you have provided for us the ability to walk free from every sickness and every disease. Lord, that we've been given power and authority to operate in your kingdom. And Lord, by your grace and because of your great love in this place, in this kingdom that you've called us to, there's healing power. There's a healing anointing. And I thank you tonight, Lord, that as we 
lay hands on the sick, when there's a touch, there's a transfer, and tumors go away, and blood problems go away, and pains are relieved, and they go away. Lord, I thank you that joints are freed up and loosened, restored back to normal. I thank you that all healings of all kinds, all parts of the physical body, healing is accessed tonight with ease. I thank you, like, just like in Jesus' ministry, the same Holy Spirit who anointed him has anointed us and now we drive out sickness and disease we cast out demons that would hinder and bind and we loose the power of God in every single body I thank you Lord that every single person receives tonight of your glorious power and might. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. God is good. Amen. Praise God.